This is a homebrew podcast. All right, Spank. So, here's what you do. Yeah. You take the two strands and you make these okay. the, like make it make it look like bunny ears. Can bunny. you do that? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Uh, and then you go swoop diddy swoop and boom, your boot is tied. Okay, I'll redo it. You, you, you're clearly confused. Yeah. Bunny ear. Why do I gotta wear shoes? It's stinky. There's there's horse poop in the street. You don't want to step in horse poop. So bunny yeah, ear, what's bunny the big ear. Deal? It's horse poop. Yeah. You and Ambrose need to stop being mean to me about like a poop. Oh my god. Pardon me. Oh my god. Sorry about that. Hate to interrupt your riveting conversation about poop. What the fuck are you? Oh, uh, my name's Grundle. Listen, it's a long story, but my crew, where I'm from, they're kind of fucking shitheads. Yeah? And they're telling me I'm kind of like capped out on friends. So, uh, I need you to look after my buddy here. Okay. Uh... He's a small guy. He shouldn't take much food. He's gotta, you know, make sure that he doesn't get hurt. Oh my god. It's it's little and swaddled like a little baby. Yeah, their name's Ishii. Oh, its name is Ishii. Spunk, do you want to hold the baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Chris, we need some dingleberries over here, quick! I don't know about that. I, maybe I shouldn't leave them here. Uh, no, don't no, worry it's about okay. We got it, man. Very no, safe. No, 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 no. Dingleberries are great. You get used to them. All right, well, I... Just take good care of him, all right? I'll be back. Later. Okay. Okay. You know, we got a pretty high turnover rate on the Hawk. I'm sure some of the crewmen will die in the next assault. I cannot begin to understand what the hell that means, but trust that Ishii will be safe. All right. Well, welcome to the crew, Ishii. Spunk, Spunk, get it out of your mouth. No. Don't feed him those dingleberries. Don't do it. <laughs> Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant Milky, and I play everyone that's not Austin Brady, Zelda Gray, the swashbuckling wizard, Cody Smith, Grundlegraf Gauss, the poet laureate of outer space, <laughs> John Cayley, Mordecai Pozu. <laughs> yeah, just go on. <laughs> and Tyrell Nye. <laughs> I can't believe you nailed that in one try. Like, that's, I'm impressed. <laughs> and Tyrell Nye. Telever, the crit in the night. <laughs> I take crit. Telever, I hardly know her. <laughs> Previously on the homebrew, our heroes tumbled through a jumble of their past lives and selves, being ripped apart and put back together a thousand times simultaneously, facing down their past lives some emerging victorious, others failing a balance of peace and war raging inside our fundamental beings' minds. Grundle and Goy are out of the fight. And as you swirl around into this crazy everything, all of your lives converging on this point, you land and you're able to finally get a hold of your mind you seem to be in the interior of what looks like a lost ruin with the top popped off, and around it is swirling everything from your past lives. You see fireballs and giant fish and steamboats and demon heads 
whole galaxies, pirate ships, siege engines, everything is whirling around this central point. Four beings, massive, towering over you, stand. They seem to be locked into some sort of stasis in every corner. In this moment, you are everyone or anyone that you want to be, including Austin, Tyrell, Cody, and Pippin. You are literally everybody. As you land here and you see these beings locked in this stasis, one of them seems to be this giant primordial mesh of flesh. One of them is Cipram. It is who you encountered in Limbo. You see an aspect of death that towers over you like the Grim Reaper, and you see a strange celestial being. Eyeballs everywhere, tentacles, massive wings. Like Think like the scary type of celestial, not the handsome angel. The only handsome angel here is you boys out of Yeah. And yeah, out of you, Zaldwin, steps Adam. Uh, in an elf form, you would know that this is essentially the form that he took after he escaped from the path, after the convict crew let him go, and he takes a few steps forward. Well, well, well. All the way to the bottom. And he turns around and holds out his hands like he's presenting all of this to you. Uh, do you like what you see? The pit of our mind. Everything we've changed. Everything we've wished away. The true cost of the things we did. Live on in our mind only. I guess my mind, since you have your new start, Zaldwin. Our aspect and the three aspects of our allies change life, death, and creation. This is what I've stored away from you. And as much as you can take is yours. Now, we'll see what kind of gods you will be. Short-sighted or wise, selfish or selfless. Are you large or are you small? And then he motions going around the room uh, one at a time and says, you can change one thing that has happened that you can remember, or you can restore life to one thing, or you can take life from one thing, or you can create one thing, or if you're strong enough, you can do all four, but choose wisely because you can only have as much as you can take. Mechanically, you are going to be facing these four gods. These are very difficult fights, uh, ranging from if you're perfect, you can win, to if you're perfect and you're lucky, you can win. I will say straight up that life and death are hard, like the hardest ones. Creation is, it's still very hard, but it's the easiest one. And change is the very difficult one. So you're going to have to strategize a little bit. As I mentioned, you are yourself right now also. Like you are everybody that you have ever played, including yourself. So you can discuss this in any fashion that you would like to discuss it. The strategies are going to be take the easy one and see if you can get away with it or take on the hard one first because you might not have the resources to get back around to it. You might not even get one of them. I have no promises for you whatsoever. If you go down, you can, between the phases of this fight, if you take it, between these phases, you can switch character sheets if you have a character sheet to switch to, right? Sure. Because Tyrell and Austin both have both of their characters still. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> you, you cannot rest here, obviously. Okay. <laughs> and you can try as many of them as you want. Again, the stakes are high in that there's a lot to lose, but you can't die. 
So feel free to try as much as you'd like. So again, the choices are you can change one thing that's happened that you can remember. That's going to be change. You can restore life to one thing. That's life. You can take life from one thing. That's death. Or you can create one thing. That's creation. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, the voices of Oliver Morgram, Volney, Maxwell would just be like, we kill, we kill it all. We take it all. But yeah, however you guys want to do this. <laughs> And Adam, the aspect, the the programmed memory of Adam is there if you'd like to ask questions or talk to them. He has presented this challenge to you. So anything specific about the challenge, you can go out. Austin peels out of the body of Zaldwin and looks up at the four monstrosities and says, if we take on death first, we can kill change and then change something else. And then that's three. We, we can change another one of these gods into something else, right? Like a cockroach? And then we step on it? That makes sense to me. There's no benefit to that, is all I would say, Austin. You're not going to get an additional power from this. What you get is what you take from these. The four powers here are to change one thing, to restore life to one thing, to take life from one thing, or to create one thing. So you'd be wasting the death for nothing in that instance. Unless you're just trying to 100% it, which is fine. <laughs> There's always something to be said about 100%ing things. No, right, yeah. If you were going for the achievement, that is a brilliant way to go about it, but... Half of my characters have been brought back by wishes. It'd be cool to bring something else back for once. <laughs> it would be cool to bring... I can think of at least one person that would be great to bring back to life. I can also think of some people that would be fun to just fucking kill. I would love it if we could just change Zoros into a good person. <laughs> oh, oh my is god. That how that works? Is that how that works? What if he already have you? You can change one thing person. that has happened that you can remember. Has happened. So you'd have to, I mean, hypothetically, yeah, uh, Zaldwin experienced at least a brief moment of being Zoros, if he could try to pinpoint a moment in his life that could be changed and change the way that his life turns out, great, but you're getting into butterfly effect type stuff. The but further the you ripples! go back in time... The yeah, the ripples! further you go back in time... Instead of Zoros, <laughs> we hate some guy named Boros, who's just kind of just like <laughs> him, but he's like a tall, gangly dude. <laughs> no, it's Jaden. Oh, God. Go <laughs> We go into our new president, and it's not Soros, it's Jaden. President Jaden, Emperor of the Universe. Oh god, what happened in this dark dimension? We could just kill him. Get death, kill Zoros, Take knock him off the board. Boom. If we do bring Jaden back, he could help us with the rest. Would that work? You have no reason to believe Jaden would be resurrected and put into the simulation. Okay. Creation. What was that one again? You can create one thing. Hmm. I have no rules here. The only rule that Adam would explain to you would be that you can't kill time. Darn. Obviously, Boy, obviously, one by one. obviously, you can't kill time. We test ourselves on gods to prove we can be them. Well, I like the idea of walking out of here with all the treasure myself, but which one do we start with? I mean, there's got to be a favorite. Which one do you favor? Oh. I've always been partial to death, and hardest challenge taken first makes the rest of the journey downhill battle. I agree with that. That is logical. 
There wouldn't be a feather in my cap to kill death itself. I think that we have come to an agreement then. Adam nods and he turns to you, Austin, and says, may I say goodbye to Zaldwin, please? Austin shifts back into the flesh of Zaldwin. What, what is it? He looks you over. This is uh, all that's left of me. This will, this will be goodbye. After this, I will be gone forever from everything. I feel like I still have no idea who you were, but I see the gauntlet that you set before me, and I'm, I'm confused why we would do this. Why your powers would be behind a gate like this? Why there couldn't be a more peaceful resolution. I'm <laughs> he, almost disappointed. He laughs, and he, she, he nods his head. If only there could be a more peaceful resolution. I am the resolution. That was the intent. I hope that's the truth. Zaldwin's crying, just tears rolling down Zaldwin's face, and just a clenching saber. I feel like the tears are, like, pixel perfect. As soon as you started crying, he did too. Like, the the, the similarities coming through for the first time. And he said, I, I, I hope I made the right decision. It seems like I did. I, I don't know. Goodbye, Zaldwin, and good luck. Zaldwin nods and looks down and looks over to Oliver, who's shifting into Tevian, who's shifting into, you know, like all these other forms, and, you know, looks back at Harl, Grundle, Nivitz, Goy, you know, all these, like, forms as they're rolling over in their bodies, and then goes to look back at Adam, and I imagine he's gone. He's beginning to definitely, like, fade, and truly fade. I mean, he will be not just gone physically, but even the memory, this emotional, whatever he stored of himself in here is going to be gone also, and he he nods his head and smiles through these tears, just as you didn't ask me what you are, or about how you became who you are, about your family, about your experiences. I did make the right choice. You've truly moved on from the past. You're truly looking to the future. And then, as he's almost completely gone, he says, maybe it is better this way. And then Adam is gone. And if you will it to be so, then you will face off with the aspect of death for the power to take life from one thing. (sighs) Is that your choice? Yep. Okay. Then roll initiative. Oh, balls. This massive... Grim Reaper type creature with shimmering black energy seems to just be a void of everything around it. The stasis releases and he begins to float into the air. It's a 33 on the initiative. Damn, son. I got a four. (laughs) (laughs) Eight. Same. I also have four. And Tyrell, the familiarity, you've done this before. You have subdued this creature before in another life, time and time again. Not only have you defeated death, you have become death. This is, for the first time, a very welcome and familiar feeling to you. Zaldwin, death is facing you. Just too far away for me to fucking do something that I fucking want to do. I think Zaldwin's going to put their legs in a signature V formation and (laughs) uh, a ball of light starts to uh, grow from between their horns 
and this large spike of light shoots out of Zaldun's head as Zaldun casts Psychic Lance. Uh, DC is 18. Okay. They have advantage on saves against magic. You are literally facing down four gods. I want to be very clear. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) And he fails! Um... Oh my god! Psychic Lance. So he takes 76 damage, which is 32 psychic, uh, and is incapacitated until the start of my next turn on a successful say. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so he's incapacitated until my next turn. I mean, I gotta play it though, Zaldwin. I know you're gonna hate me, but definitely would use a legendary resistance on that. You fucking dick, sir. I'm not. I'm not about to make any of this easy. And if you get any of them, it's gonna feel fucking good because you will have beaten me. But he is gonna use one of his three legendary resistances to succeed that save, taking 16 damage instead. All right, fine. Any movement? Five feet of movement. Okay. I'm sitting here facing down this thing, and like I have no idea what it's going to do. I don't know if it has AOE attacks. Sure. Sure. I don't know if it's going like I don't know if we should be grouped up or separated yet. Uh huh. Fuck. Yeah. I'm like my heart's racing. Uh huh. Already. Um. Okay. Uh. So <laughs> the shadow of death is going to basically fold into itself. And he is going to appear towering over each of you. Uh, I will say uh, you guys can roll a perception check first. I'm going to be nice to you guys. Carl got 11. 24 from Zaldwin. 13 from Malvar. Zaldwin, it, it looked like a pulse of dark energy shot out from him before he teleported. Seems like there's some sort of AoE effect at the beginning of its turn. Okay. And then it is going to show you all a glimpse of your own death. And everyone, make a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. Uh, I rolled an 8. Wisdom? Wisdom, that's correct. Fuck. 25. 5. Okay. Any bullshit from anyone? Um, what character sheet are you using right now, Tyrell? Oliver. Oliver? Do you have any indomitable left? Uh... I do not. I used Endowment Weave. It's actually, we stated it in the last episode, our fight to this point. I used Indomitable all four times. On okay. both. I, two times on both characters. I think I will use the first of my luck points. Smart. And, and yeah, really Carl's going to do that too. Okay. Let's just put some out there. And I rolled a 10. Literally the fucking same fucking roll. Yeah. I got 11s across the board. What is that? Also, you got four 11s. So, advantage that's and disadvantage. Crazy. 11, 11, 11, 11. Uh, holy shit. If I've ever seen that's, that. that's uh, four 11s, but also eight ones. Just saying. Okay, those of you who have failed this save are frightened. And while you are frightened in this way, you are paralyzed. You can make the save again at the end of each of your turns. We are coming up to Oliver's turn. Oliver, you are experiencing one of your deaths. Again, uh, if you could share with our lovely listeners what is flashing before your eyes right now, I imagine it's one of your characters that has met an untimely end and the aspect of death is making you re-experience that. Yeah, so 
you see the image of a giant, just a giant of a man, as his friends are paralyzed in place, standing still. In their eyes, you can see the desperation for him to not do what he's about to do. But after one last goodbye, he turns and walks through a portal before it shuts forever and is destroyed. And on the other side, he's met by legions and legions and legions. And even with all of his might and all of his strength and a demon's heart, he eventually is torn limb from limb. Wonderful. Um, Remake your wisdom saving spell at the end of your turn. 20. And you are free. Beautiful. Carl, what do you see? You would see Remus, the character from two visions ago, I believe now. (laughs) Two visions ago, yep. He's surrounded by a couple of those spiders we're fighting, and they paralyze him and turn him into dust, and then they quickly get bashed to death by his companions as they stand around his powdered self and start to argue about how to even proceed with the adventure without him. Dust to dust. Let's see that wisdom saving throw. I got it too. Uh, Nivets, you are not paralyzed. What do you do? Nivets is going to push a button on a, on a device and a second Nivets is going to hopefully appear. Okay. Give me a D100. Uh, come on, don't fail me in winning an important moment. 15. That might not be good. I think that actually does something. Give me one moment to look that up. Listeners, we always forget to roll the D100, but it's so, so important, isn't it? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Just let me have my clone. <laughs> 15. Ooh, it works. Ask me what a 14 is. What's a 14? What's a 14? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you in case you roll a 14. But it works like normal. Uh, literally one on a D100, you are one above the bad stuff happening. One through 14 are all bad stuff. That's good. Oh At that, clone Pozu is going to firebolt. 17 to hit. 17 does not hit. And the main, our good old boy Nivitz is then going to cast Greater Invisibility. Okay. And become invisible. Whether that they can see, who knows what's going to happen. Then he's going to take a couple steps back. I know if that's a bad idea or not. Yeah, it is going to strike you. Um, it can see you through that perfectly. Oh, balls. Ouch. So that's going to be for a total of 27 damage. Uh, 14 piercing, 13 necrotic. Okay. And I'll sort out my health. Make a constitution saving throw. 14. You cannot be healed until the end of your next turn. Oh. This necrotic energy has gripped you. All right, Nivitz is also going to finish his move speed out of the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'll be his turn. Zadwan, Austin, what vision are you experiencing right now? There is a giant monstrosity of a creature. It's two heads gnashing at magical armor that is encapsulating this creature formerly known as Neuronethemir, they are cascading down this cliffside and they bash into the side of the cliff, tumbling, spinning, spiraling out of control, the beast relentlessly biting and clawing and chewing at this creature, and as the last chunk of it is ingested to its body, it looks forward at the ground and its body crumbles as it hits 
the core of the planet. Mm. I wish you the best of luck in your wisdom save to come. Fourteen. Not enough. We're back to the top of the turn order, and uh, I believe Austin's the only one who is still frightened and paralyzed, correct? Carl. Carl is, too? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be the pulse of dark energy that is going to come out of the aspect of death that I had mentioned previously, and this is its death shroud. So everyone make a DC 17 constitution saving throw. 21. 24. 10. 12, but I think I could use Flash of Genius, even if I'm... Well, maybe not, because I'm paralyzed. Uh, check if you can Let's use reactions while we're paralyzed. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, can you use reactions? I doubt I it. I will. That's so much stuff. <laughs> I will use a reaction when that hits, though. Let's see. So that, if you save, you don't take any damage. Paralyzed creatures, yeah. incapacitated, can't move or speak, automatically fails deck... Uh, strength or dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against creature have advantage. Any creature, any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit. So Don't incapacitated. Say anything about reactions in there. Well, it says you're incapacitated, <laughs> which I think is the uh, one that. Well, you know, that might say something about reactions. Is that Mac? <laughs> yeah. Mac, are you? Incapacitated, can't take actions or reactions. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so Ooh. no, you cannot use Splash or Genius. You take 11 damage. I think, uh. Austin also takes 11 damage. And then, was your reaction to taking damage, TJ? No, I just use my reaction when he uses his... Can I do that? Can I just use a reaction whenever I want? When something happens? Or do I have to take damage? (laughs) There has to be a trigger. What's the trigger for whatever you're using? The trigger is the purple stuff blasted out of him, and I reacted to that. Does it work that way or no? If, if what you're doing requires you to take damage, to use... Reactions always have no. a trigger. My stim plants are a free action or a reaction in the mechanics of combat. Okay, so... Or a reaction, but it didn't give you a trigger for the reaction. I'm assuming yeah, I meant just, a reaction to taking damage. Okay. Since that's how I would assume... I would, I, I would have assumed you were using them for healing potions. So I'm assuming I would have done it to taking damage. Right. They're also a free action. Free action means you can do it on your turn without right. So like, I can like yeah, picking I can up an wait. object or that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can cut this. I just wanted to do it for a cinematic effect, but it's absolutely fine. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to rules layer you. No, no, you no, I, I didn't know I didn't actually know. I did want to come back around on this. Okay. Is the effect magical that's making me paralyzed, the death thing? Uh because I do have this ring. This ring of free action. It's not a spell. Ring of free action. While you're wearing this uh-huh. ring, difficult terrain doesn't cost any extra movement. In addition, magic can neither reduce your speed nor cause you to be paralyzed or restrained. Yeah, if it's magic. Yeah, I think that Full it's be- what's causing you to be um, paralyzed is the fact that you're frightened. So unless you're immune to fear, I don't know as it's magic cannot. Magic can't. Is the vision of ending considered magical? Well, I mean, it's like magic adjacent. It's not a spell. It's an ability. <laughs> well, it doesn't I, what, say spell. Otherwise, it would say spell, right? As a D, it's not a spell. Sure. I'm just like, as a DM, I'm not arguing that it's magical or not. What I'm arguing is that the, speci- the specificity is while frightened in this way, the creature is also paralyzed. So, like, in my mind, it's being frightened that's making you paralyzed, not the vision of ending. Does that make sense? 
Sure. For my ruling is if it made you immune to being frightened, then yes, because the the vision is frightening you and being frightened is paralyzing you. It's kind of like, have you ever seen like how a poison might make you paralyzed? Counterpoint. Okay, let's hear it. He would be under the frightened condition. Yes. As per raw. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't move closer to it, but he yes. isn't necessarily frozen in place. Like he's not paralyzed. He's still frightened, but not oh. paralyzed. He's under, because right now he's technically under both conditions, both frightened and paralyzed. Counterpoint, counterpoint. What's causing him to be paralyzed? Magic or being frightened? The magic that's making him frightened, I guess. <laughs> so I guess, well, because yeah. like magic, magic made him frightened. But he cannot be. I think in speed you, you guys got me seventy-five percent of the way there. I think I have some legs to stand on. Cody, roll me a straight one d twenty. If you get a five or lower, you're not immune. If you get a six okay. or higher, I'll let this be fall under the ring of free action. Well, say I can see both sides on this. Nah, I got a twelve. So I can see both sides too. We're going to let the ring of free action work in this instance, but I'm not going to retcon your last lost turn. Deal? Fair. Um, sounds great to me, but would that allow me to use Flash of Genius? You're pushing me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But don't ask me for anything else. Well, <laughs> you just, that would bump you me just up got, to a all, your, got a all your mulligans on the first round. Right. <laughs> 17 safe. Alright. Okay. The Shadow of Death which has not taken any damage yet, is going to lay into Zalduin, who is paralyzed. Oh, God. Yeah, fucking go for it. Oh! 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 Botch. Only okay. one of those hits. So with advantage, 28, 19, and 35. Oh, yeah. God, he's got advantage. Oh, he's got advantage. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that I can do about that. Which of those, does the second one still hit? My AC is 19, yeah. So yeah, they all, all three hit. All three So hit. that is a total of, let's see here, 17, plus 12, plus 17, plus 10, plus 15, plus nine, plus 10, plus eight, is 98 damage. I'm dead. Zaldwin is out of the fight. Oliver, you are not paralyzed, correct? Correct. Okay. Um. Yeah, Zaldin goes down, Oliver, and the heavy crown slash helmet clamps to his face. The free action, the stim plants sprout from his shoulders and stab into his neck. The drug stand courses through his veins, giving him haste, making him indomitable. And his um, armor raises by four with protect mode and the haste running through his veins. Okay. He will attack once, twice, three times, four times. Haste it, yep. That's a 17, 27, 18, and a 28. The last three hit. The 17 does not hit. <laughs> Guess this monster's AC. <laughs> right? There we go. down. And it takes a lot of damage. Yeah. 12, 14, 12, 15. And then, he, since I have a bonus action with the haste, um, I pull from a pouch on my hip a cube, and I throw the cube up, and it will... Sorry, I'm reading to make sure that I have it correct. All right. Um, 
Yeah. Um, first, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Can I get okay. this? Can I get this? Can I get this right? You're good. Okay. So first, I will use my mobility. I don't take. He can't make attacks of opportunity on me because I attacked him. Um, I will s- step back, and I will throw up the cube. The cube will burst into life, and okay. it's a cube of force. I use uh-huh. five charges. Nothing can pass through it. Okay. Nothing can pass through the barrier. Walls, floors, ceilings pass through at my discretion. So spells, physical matter, anything cannot pass through the barrier on the cube. Okay. It's How many charges does it have side. total? Just 36. So I know. 36 charges. To start, I've used five. And where is the cube? That where, What would you like the cube to be? Where would I like it to be? Yeah, what are, you, are you cubing him or cubing yourself? I am cubing. It is when you use the cube, it is um, uh, centered on yourself. Okay, so you're you're basically in an impenetrable little fortress thing. Yes. Okay. Until I deactivate it, which I can use an action to deactivate the cube. You can use an action to deactivate the cube. Yes. Just want to make sure I have the action charges. economy. Yeah, it takes one action to activate or deactivate the cube, and yep. I can use um, I can use more charges if I have them to reactivate it on a subsequent turn if I've deactivated. Right. But it takes your action each time? Yep. It takes an action. Which I used my bonus action from haste to activate an object. Mm. Okay. Let's see what you got up your sleeves. I feel like the uh, aspect of death is kind of like staring at you a little warily. Uh, You have tricked death hundreds of times through many different lives and it is it is wary of you that brings us to carl carl are you still no we said okay (laughs) never mind go ahead so yeah from what i understand i'm still under the effects of this thing i'm still frightened right but i'm just not paralyzed no no you're you saved you're out no you didn't save he saved from the shroud Oh, 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 oh. He's yeah. saved from the shroud. He is frightened, but the frightened, frightening, yep. the frightening, the frightening is not causing him to be paralyzed because you guys talked me out of it. No, you rolled. You rolled. You, you saved against, you saved against the DM. <laughs> okay. What would you like to do? Well, I'm going to, since I can't move forward, I will command as a bonus action my little buddy to move forward and attack. Treasure! fighting literal death. Because the stakes are so high here, Cody, normally I wouldn't rules layer this much. Because the stakes are so high in this instance, I'm going to make you make the save for your still defender, because I believe you missed that last time around. And it is specifically, unless your still defender is immune to being frightened, it does say creature. It's a construct, right? It's got its own sheet. A still defender does. It's a creature that is not undead. A, A construct is still a creature. Some constructs are immune to being frightened, so you can check that, but I don't think still defenders are. Nope. It's immune to poison um, and Mm -hmm. uh, conditions charmed, exhaustion, and poisoned. Yeah. So So I I do need the DC 17 save from your treasure boy. Uh, He fails. What does he see? He's too scared to move. He just died a lot. All the times he's been ripped to shreds. I mean, he's been ripped to shreds. He's died so so much. That's so sad. I, right. I just want treasure. His programming treasure. is very confused. He remembers the first time he died when he was, you know, protecting some kids on Prosperity Bay and he got ripped to shreds there. Then they reprogrammed him to be, you know, pirate themed or whatever. 
So then he got ripped to shreds again, and Carl picked him up somewhere along the line and gets ripped to shreds again. Uh, all right, well, and I, that, and I, that doesn't change too much. I do want to put out there, I hope you're happy, Grant. I used one of your items. I'm very happy. That, I, literally, <laughs> I mean, when you started reading something, I was like, oh, my God, my little baby's growing up and using his toys. <laughs> so I will use, um, just, I have so much stuff here. Where is it? I have so much stuff. Well, I will use um, Conjure Barrage. God, that sucked. He will take 12 damage, I guess, if he passes the city. Uh, He rolls a 23. Half as much. Okay. Six damage. What type of damage? It is... Doesn't say. Was it force, I'm assuming? It seems like it'd be force. Just says the creature takes 12 damage. Must just be a thing. Uh, Let's check D&D Beyond. Damage type is the same as that on the weapon or ammunition used as a component. So it'd be like piercing, I guess. Okay. And that's magical, so he takes the full damage. And then I will, um... I can still run away. Yep. So I Get will Get behind away. the fucking tanky boy. Yeah. Not the worst idea ever. I don't know why I'm helping you. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Treasure Boy will run behind the cube. Yep. Okay. Uh, if it's Pozu. Oh, balls. Why are you guys all over there when I'm over here? Ah, that's right. They don't know where I'm at. Fuck. They have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> Only your team can't see you because <laughs> it's staring right at you. Well, club Firebolt. 19 to hit. That hit. Nice. For 30 fire damage. Mm-hmm. And then Nivitz, with this frozen wand in his hand, is going to cast Ice Wall. And he's going to shape it like it's kind of, instead of just, like, because this comes out in panels, I don't do anything. I was going to make, like, a panel of ice instead of just, like, a dome around me with this ice wall. It says I can arrange the panels how I want. I'm going to kind of make it so the damage side faces out, but about five feet high, since I'm, you know under four foot and if it's okay. gonna have like a, a layer of ice just above and then kind of just uh-huh. like halfway you want to draw it yes i will draw it that would be easiest for me i'm just blocking nivets is like this shelf of ice above him and like in front of him uh-huh and just so hopefully he doesn't just get walked up on and smack okay hopefully did not see this will work <laughs> <laughs> Um, is the wall opaque or see-through or not see-through or kind where of op- is that? Op- opaque. Uh, it just doesn't really say if it's opaque. It's pretty important if you can see through I mean, or not. it's like a, they're one foot chunks of ice, so it's like thick, uh-huh. thick, chunky boy. So it's not like you can easily see through this thing. Yeah, I don't know if you can see through one foot chunk of ice very well. It kind of depends if it's like cartoon ice or... <laughs> uh- <laughs> Um, okay, so... I don't think he'd see through it. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. Um, I don't think he gives a shit either way. <laughs> so, <laughs> that brings us to Back to the Shadow of Death, who is going to pulse damage onto... Only your clone is in range of it. And that's another constitution. That's a DC 17 constitution saving throw. I don't think you took the last 11 damage, though. He did pass it. Oh, he passed? Okay. Whoops. Yeah. All right. DC 17 against 14 damage. 19. Okay. He takes no damage in that case. Yeah. Okay. 
So the aspect of death is going to fly on top of the cube and prepare his action. Staring locked eyes to eyes with you, Tyrell. He's seen your tricks before and he will not abide them this time. It's your turn. Oh shit, how would this even work? I'm about to pull some shenanigans. <laughs> okay. He's he's on top of you with his attack action prepared. He's ready to go. He's standing he's standing on the cube. He's standing right? on the cube. Yep. 15, 15 feet. Fifteen feet from me. Above you. Yes. With a action prepared. I use my bonus action to change the face of the cube. You can only use an action, so you'll have to use your hasted action for that. Yep, I use my hasted action. Okay. It takes two charges. Non-living matter cannot pass through the wall. Okay. And I blast my chain fists out at him. Non-living matter can't pass through. Yep. And in the description of my heavy arms, they are very specifically alive. Say that again? I'm just making sure... For shenanigans' sake, it is in the description of the heavy arms that my arms are uh-huh. every bit as alive as I am. Like, my arms are living matter. They're not just mechanical. They do self-regenerate somewhat. I think that was said at one point. So are you banking only... on this creature being undead? Is that I'm your plan? I'm banking on the god of death is not alive. Non-living. Or at least his sword isn't living. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm banking on him not being a living yeah not a living creature undead yeah he's dead but uh, yeah that's that's what i'm banking on okay that whatever he does is not living matter that whatever he does is not living matter okay and and link me well, the your first question is does he pass does he pass through the barrier because he's standing on my cube right right i mean he's technically a celestial right oh that makes sense yeah um but the barrier would come in. It doesn't say anything about equipped items. So. I mean, yeah, if I'm able to have insight on that, I mean, I can flip it. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's still probably what I would do. Because that'd be, that'd be so funny if you walked, if you like walked into that and like you were naked all of a sudden. That's like kind of hilarious. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's see here. This is such a fun item. And then link me what your, what your argument is about the arms. Or what we said they were living. That's some backstory stuff. Yeah, that is in the backstory that we made for Oliver. That his arm, like I both, when I take damage in the arms, it, it's like I'm taking damage. They regenerate mm-hmm. as if they're physically real. It's alluded that they are my they are my arms in every okay. sense of arms. Okay, I will let that happen. How are you getting 15 feet in the air? Uh, I have chain fists that blast out of my arms because you gave them to me. You have fucking chain fists. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Do you do? Yeah, do your thing. Hoisted by your own petard. Yeah. When making an attack, you Wait, can wouldn't instead, he go with you? Isn't um, I, <laughs> I, that's, that's what I was saying, shenanigans. He's bigger. <laughs> what than, the fuck he's happens bigger, here? He, he's bigger than me, so I pull right. myself to him, but he can't physically pass through the barrier. So, this is like jumping at the end of an elevator fall. Like, how does this work physics-wise? Does we the launch cube off the map. Right? Do you just, like, glitch off the fucking map? Yeah, you guys ragdoll. I don't This I is don't a simulation, know. after all. What the fuck? What in the fucking shit? 
Or is it like two immovable objects meeting each other and I just don't go anywhere? That's a, that's a call for you to make, DM. <laughs> How about you do this? The cube of force says specifically that walls, floors, and ceilings can pass through at your discretion. Yeah. So rules-wise, if I'm going to softball you this, why don't you just have the cube go 10 feet into the floor so that you are now five feet oh. away from this thing? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I will, um, well, first I'll, yeah, I hit. So 20 mm-hmm. and I hit pulling myself close enough to crit. God damn. And then swing Jesus. again for 28. Yep. I hit. And then swing again. Oh, um. What's the fourth attack? No, there's no fourth attack. Okay. I use my bonus. I use my hasted bonus action to change the cube. Crap. And then I will. The shenanigans. He would be grappled, but I am going to, um, I am going to choose, can I choose not to grapple? I think. Like, let go? I think you're just in five feet of him, so I would just make these normal attacks, because the grapple wire I don't think is going to go through this. I feel like your fists, okay, I'll give that to you. I don't notice the wire. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, I, uh, will do that, Uh and then I will move 80 feet. And I have, again, mobile. So I attacked him. I take no attacks of opportunity. Well, he's standing on you, so he's coming with you. Oh, he's standing on my... Oh, he's standing on my cube head. Yeah, you just I waddle still, away I with still, him. I, yeah, I still want to move then. Yes, absolutely. I do that. Okay. And then I buckle down. Um, that's the end of my turn. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is a fight, ladies and gentlemen. Cody! Oh, I'm sorry. It's a fight. <laughs> For some people. <laughs> I, I, I've been there. Well, unfortunately, this dude just got pushed out of my range for some of the stuff that I can do. I still can't get closer. I need to roll a wisdom save, I think, at the end of my turn this time. I think I forgot last time. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to... Because technically, while all this is happening, Carl's still having horrible death visions, I guess. That's true. Yeah, you just... <laughs> Um, go ahead and roll that from last turn. Let's go ahead and clean that up, make this fair. Sure. Sure. I appreciate that. Thank you. Not that it made a difference. I still failed it. It didn't make a difference. Um, yeah, Conjure Barrage again. It's only 60 feet, so that guy got moved quite a bit out of my range. I'm gonna just shoot him with a... I'm gonna load that fire ammunition into my Glock and try and launch a fire bolt. 29, Woo! 13 damage. That seems low, but it's not. All right, make another save. Unless you have anything oh, else. That's intelligence. I still botched. Is your intelligence and your wisdom the same save number? You have to re-roll it? No, I mean, it's it's a botch, though. Anyway. I can roll again if you'll... Uh, sure, 11. Didn't make it over. <laughs> still an 11! <laughs> what is up with you in 11s? Oh, man, that's hilarious to me. Uh, Nivets. Hmm, well, since... We already have uh, some drugs. Uh, Nivitz is going to pull something out of his backpack that's just been there for a good while, but he never uses it. And Nivitz is going to shank himself in the lane and use a wake. Okay. Oh, one of your Terra wakes? Yep, one of the Terra wakes. Terra wake sounds like a, like in, like in <laughs> Fallout, there's jet and then there's ultra jet. Terra wake right? sounds like a super wake. And as that's a long rest, do I heal for half or full for that? I know. Wait, that's been over a turn. 
you heal you heal the fool, and your okay. turn restarts. Roll three d twenty. Come on, Lou. Not too bad, about average. Um, okay. And then we'll just quickly do firebolts right then. Both me and my clone. And then I'm yeah, they both hit. Come back under cover real quick. Uh, can you fix your uh, damage roll there, buddy? Cheaterman? Because right now it's just 30. <laughs> I'm an evocation. Do your cantrips max? Yeah. Oh, potent? Yep. Yeah. At level six. Oh, yeah. Now, doesn't that have a roll component? Or how does that work? After the first one, he rolls. So he can do uh, Okay, it's not potent no, cantrip. What is it? Six, oh, no, potent cantrip. Starting at the sixth level, your damaging cantrips have a effect even creatures that avoid the brunt of damage. When a creature succeeds on a saving throw, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, what did I just what do? I yeah. knew I had it somewhere, but I just lost it. You're right. He can I don't maximize know spell as a. He's a pyro wizard. Any damage with. Uh, uh, I had a reason wizard. behind it, but. Are you over channeling? Right? He, he can over channel, but he takes damage every time he does it then. But the I first time you Evo it. challenge, the first time you do it, it's free. I had a reason behind it, but yeah, you're right. It's not the potent cantrip. That's. Okay. And I will change it until I figure out why, and then I'll let you know. <laughs> Alright, so that's. Yeah. It's a, spells of first through fifth. Yeah. But the first time you do oh, it, yeah, you suffer you can't no even You can't even over channel yeah. a cantrip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it'd be 21 damage and then 17 damage. Okay. Yeah, if you find what it is, let me know. I will. I'm glad you said something because re-add the damage, and let's see. There we go. Okay, so you use wake, double cantrip. Anything else? Um, Nivis clone goes to cover. Wait. I mean, he's gonna take the. Your Nivis clone doesn't get the healing for one. Oh, I know. Uh, he. I have it. Uh, token setting where I have his. Okay. Help. What are all these little pink babies? I can't believe them. I'm on the wrong thingy, Machig. And it created pink babies. <laughs> pink babies. Too many pink babies. It's 38 health. But that, that'll be... Nivis clone moves undercover. We firebolts the death guy. Aspect of death. That'll be basically, That'll be the turn. Okay. Can you read me the sculpt definition just to make sure he can walk through that ice freely? Okay. I wasn't sure if that was only when you cast it or if it was it lasted for residual effects also. Okay, so that's when you cast it, so your clone can't walk into a wall of ice without taking the damage. Alright, well then clone just doesn't move then. Okay. Okay, so um I'm gonna need a DC seventeen constitution saving throw from Oliver. Okay. Against the Deathly Shroud. 22. You take no damage. Let's see what they're going to do. They want you. They want you real bad, but they're intelligent enough to know that they're going to have to wait you out if they want through this. So they're going to teleport into the wall of ice. So give me a 5d6 damage. 17. 17 damage. Okay. And they are going to strike once at the clone for 19 for 23 damage. Okay. Again at the clone for 21 for 22 damage. Ah, uh, the clone will die. Okay. Was the clone concentrating on Wall of Ice or were you? I was. Okay. No, wait, no, the clone is because I, I'm holding invisibility. Okay. 
So the wall of ice would go down, and then it is going to strike at you once with its third attack for 20, and that does 26 damage. Ignore the crit damage, it did not crit. Okay. Okay, and roll a constitution saving throw for me. 24, it's a crit. You're good. Uh, Tevian. Ollie's gonna run to here. I'm gonna use my hasted bonus action to drop the barrier. My wire's gonna blast out. Um, Barrier's down. Grapple wire launches. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a swing. To 16, 16 doesn't hit. 28. 28 hits. That'll pull me to him. Um, and then I crit on my third attack. Oh! <sighs> so I charge forward. My first wire goes out, misses. My second hand goes forward, fires a second, catches hold of him, brings me in. As my left hand returns to its sheath, I bop him in the mouth twice. And then I bounce back, retreating 30 feet, uh, putting myself between him and Carl. Got it. Okay. Carl, that's your turn. It's a little closer now. Yeah. Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. All right. Still. Seen a lot of fucked up shit in the corner of your eyes. Yeah, it's one of those moments where I kick on the full visor vision. <laughs> Fuck that nonsense going on in my head. Um, Ooh, I love that your ring of reaction like is like RP'd as like your visor guidance. <laughs> right. Sorry, I love it. No, you're great. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I think that in this moment, my best choice is just to try another fire bolt. Okay. You miss. Fuck. At least, well, Flash of Genius. Yeah. Flash of Genius. I rolled yep. a 14. Flash of Genius. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> it's if you don't click yeah, it before I click it next, it's <laughs> over. No, it's somewhere in here. I can't, Three. I can't. Two. <laughs> one. Oh, it's, I can't find it, seriously. It's in here, though. Mm, we never have it. No, yeah, I, I was joking. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> We've seen it a couple times. Yep. Um, you might have seen it once or twice. All right, I've got <laughs> three of those left. What? So now Tara, fucking... fucking Cody and Billy were using those like Skittles, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they were doing Real it pretty often. Real of genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mr. Pozu. I had one I was doing, and then it disappeared with the Real Men of Genius. Oh, little boy, uh, Treasure Boy also passes. Oh, hell yeah. Good job, Treasure Boy. Crit- a critical 20. Treasure! His AI nice. is synced to mine. It's really not that impressive. Well, don't be yeah. too <laughs> All right, and Nivis is just going to... Well, it's gonna just try to beat the shit out of him anyway. I'm just gonna go for this. And self-detonate like a fireball... Avoiding himself and the, his friends, but he's gonna pull an Oliver and blow it up around himself. And he's going to overchannel and empower that. Okay. So how much damage is that? Yeah, he got a. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, that was the overchannel. So it does max damage. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. That, okay. That's oh, why you that can't. Works. You can't sculpt yourself. Can't sculpt myself. That's right. Uh, DC eighteen for half damage. But I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. Okay, we'll make the save then, buddy. All right, I will try. Okay. 19. Woo! So half of the 48 damage, or do you, did you decide not to overchannel it? I overchanneled it. I just was rolling it okay. so that you saw the spell. So 24 damage to yourself. 
I love this RP because you're high as fuck right now. You just yeah. like oh, took yeah, a he's hit of weight out. and then exploded yourself like a fucking badass. I love it. <laughs> I like to imagine you didn't cast the fireball. It just went off. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So um, let's see if it can make it safe. 17. Ooh. It is going to use a legendary resistance. It's down to one left. That's almost as good as actually hitting it. It takes 12 damage because it is resistant to fire. It looks like it doesn't quite do the amount of damage that it looks like it would. It doesn't use a legendary. It has resistant. It has magic resistance, so it just passes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it still yeah. has two of its two of its saves left. Lame. I used one. Yeah, so that's it. It's got two left. Yep. Well, fuck you. Make a Constitution saving throw against 12 necrotic damage. Or did you want to move? No. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> You have a, all the effects of a long rest, just so you know. You took weight. I know. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Just re- It's hard to remember all the things you get back after a long rest. And you said it's yeah. constitution. Yeah. Constitution saving throw, yeah. Okay. The 12 necrotic. Okay. You take the 12 necrotic. It is going to... Uh, it's going to go for Oliver. Seeing his close friend with the cube of force down, it is going to turn its attention and step away from you, Nivitz, if you want to smack it yeah, with, with your, your staff. staff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. If you want to make a... <laughs> just a, a fuck, fuck you, you bop on him, you fuck may feel you. free to do so. Alright, well, it's been a while since I've had a... Fuck. What's that bird? Oh, Tevian, you were in range. You need to make the Death Trout save 2 constitution. It has a 15-foot sphere around it, so you were inside that. I was... What I was, I thought I was thirty feet away from him before he moved. You moved thirty feet, but he's a big boy. Oh, okay. I just don't have the attack right there. Let's do it. Twenty-six. Damn, bitch. Son. Oh man, the crit, the fucking crit. I love that. That's a crit, like so much. Cause on wake. Shake that motherfucker. You do. You, you literally shiv death. Shift. Uh, 20 and it is going to strike down. You're in protect mode, correct? Yes. What is your 29 armor class. 29 armor class. He crits. Can't 20 damages necrotic and 22. So Hold on. And but you get, you get I'm half damage, don't you? Everything. Yep. So, so 21 so minus, damage total. So 21 damage. Okay. 23 misses. Mm-hmm. And a critical fail. Pop He's it. striking down at you as hard as he possibly can. One blow does connect. Right. And then he is going to step back to the little wizard. Feel free to make an attack of opportunity if you would like. I think I will. 28 for 14 damage. That hits. Okay. That is your turn, Oliver. I am going. Oliver's going to step in. He's going to use his bonus action to shift and to decimate. So he takes 19, 19 damage. Okay. That I do. Sorry. Um, Oliver takes as jets and flames and sparks spur from his arms. His helmet comes off. Just the fucking, what you would think the face of death had just come out of the helmet. And <laughs> he begins his onslaught. Okay. He attacks once. Chris! <laughs> damn. Hell yeah. He attacks twice. Um, the second one will miss, I believe. Yes. The third one will miss. Yeah. And then 
I will crit again with my bonus attack. And I'm going to action surge. All right. And I attack. Miss. Miss. A 19 for 26. A 19 hits. And I will... Um, action surge. I Am I able to use my bonus hasted action after an a- action surge? Or no? When it comes to attacks. So it action be three. surge, I think, is its own thing. Let me double check. Does it, does it allow that extra attack the second time around? I don't think it does. I think I think the hasted thing is its own thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Take another. Yeah, you took another action, and as a part of that action, you were able to make three more attacks. So the haste was its yep. own thing. So right. Yep. Okay. So just those three. That last one um, doesn't count. And I will move back. Okay. And do the mobile feet and making yes. an attack. He cannot attack of opportunity. Oliver, who has danced away very fast. Yeah. That brings us to Carl. All right. Carl's going to look at Treasure Boy and nod, and Treasure Boy is going to yell, Treasure! And Treasure Boy will run in. He'll kind of get into this back corner, kind of crouching down beneath his knees, going for that, like, traditional, like, you know, I'll clip his knees. He learned from Grundle. Uh, (laughs) But he just gets into position. Carl will run up. And as he, you know, approaches about right here, I will activate a Shardalon Stride as a fourth level spell. I've no, I've never fucking heard of that spell. My speed increases by 20. Moving doesn't provoke attacks oh. of opportunity. And because I cast it as a fourth level spell, anything that comes within five feet of me takes two D6 fire damage. It's I a bonus action. I this against Mr. Nathan from To yeah, Whom the Belongs. It was His first interaction with us. Yeah. I fought him as mud. Uh, and then I will run up. It will take 2d6 fire damage. Okay. No save or anything? A, I don't think so. Nope. It just says when you move within nope. five feet of a creature or an object that isn't being worn or carried, it takes 1d6 fire damage. An yep. object or creature can take damage only once per turn in this way. Okay. Cool. I will hit him with a booming blade. Attempt. 27. Oh. Yep. Baby. Four. God, that's not great damage. Five thunder damage. 13 slashing damage, and then that was 40 feet. So I can move 10 feet away from him. That's really not enough to prevent that, like, AoE thing that he's going to do, but I will take it. Yeah, speed boy. Uh, that is enough damage to do what they call bloodying this creature. Hell yeah. Made a god bleed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, quite literally. Grundle would be proud. Nivets. Well, okay. Uh, I wasn't. I was hoping you would actually would have went over after them. Now, to be <laughs> honest, Death is very smart. Death can fuck off. And Nivitz is gonna go up to his previous shenanigans and wall of ice via his staff of frost right up again. He's gonna go for the same old bring out a wall of ice above him to try to block off. Okay. And disable from. Yeah. All right, with advantage, he rolls a 20. So I believe that's half damage, correct? Yes. So, okay. Uh, 18. Yep, 18 damage. And this will throw another wall of ice above him. Okay. Yeah, it looks like he can still attack through it. He just takes the damage as long as he is there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a solid wall of ice. Let me double check. Well, oh, ice. Or he can attack the wall. Is that what it says? Yeah. Okay. A hemispherical dome. One for another. 
The wall cuts through a creature's space when it appears. The creature is pushed to one side of the wall. On a failed save, takes 10d6 full damage. Uh, okay. AC 12 and 30 damage. 30 hit points per 10 foot. And it is vulnerable to fire damage. Okay. Got it. A creature moving through the sheet of frigid air for the first time. So, so when you reduce the wall, then it leaves the frigid air. I understand. The only thing being you won't be able to see through it either, Nivitz, unless you were to drop it. Is that cool? Sure. Okay. Uh, make a constitution saving throw against 13 necrotic damage. Uh, Steel Defender, Carl, and Nivitz. Carl got a 9. Steel Defender got a 16. Okay. 13 necrotic damage. Is it half if you succeed? If you succeed, it's zero. Okay, so Steel Defender takes zero. And you do. Carl will take half because of his okay. armor. Equipped is Force, Necrotic, and Psychic. Nice. Yeah, it's necrotic damage. Uh, Nivets make a constitution check. 22. You're good. They are... It only makes sense to go for Carl. In this moment, they're going to step forward, and they're going to lash out at you three times. What? It's like, get him with the shiv. Oh, I can't (laughs) see him. Never mind. He can't see him. He's (laughs) in a... Nivets is in a little igloo, high (laughs) as fuck right now. Stabbing the wall. Oh, He's just stabbing here. the wall. He's like, I know you're out there. I know you're out there. Uh, 23, 26, and 32. Nivitz well, is holding himself back. I'll use shield on the first one. Okay. Right. I don't know how you want to redo it, but should I? Uh, Treasure Boy would deflect one of those attacks. I don't know if you want to re-roll it or how we want to do that. I don't want to metagame. Like, I would deflect the second attack, preferably if it's knighted. Why can't you? That feels metagamey. I don't know. I don't know. Grant just wants to re-roll an attack. Or... Yeah, I'll re-roll it. Um, so the first attack just is shielded, correct? Yeah, I have 25 with shield. And the steel defender gets its own reaction. Yes. So you take... It doesn't matter which one you impose disadvantage on because they both hit. So we'll just re-roll one of them. So that would have been a 19. That would fail. Okay. So you take 25 damage from one of the attacks hitting you. Okay, how much of it is necrotic for the half? Uh, 13. Okay. Is necrotic. 12 is piercing. There we go. And then your ass shart dingleberry stride, is that concentration? It certainly is, but I have advantage. And you are fine. That brings us to Oliver. Oh, like a heavily armed missile. Oliver launches back into the fray again. He takes a step forward, launches his first decimate, 25, pulls him in, decimates again. That's a 13. Decimates again. Crits! Move! Crit cheat. And he'll use his... Um, 38 damage. Uh, use my haste bonus to attack again. Oh, it's an 11. Mm. Damn. No good. I will then fall back and I use my bonus action to switch back into protector, uh, protect mode. My helmet comes back down over his head, and I will end my turn. Okay. Carl? Carl will take a few steps around death, 10 feet, the fire you know, blazing around my rocket boots, overcharged, <laughs> I imagine. Just every time, every time I take a step, it just you know, bellows out for six fire. Oh, my damage. God. <laughs> 
Uh, I know it's not a lot, but you've max damaged that like every time. <laughs> well, it's uh, half because it's 2d6. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, half again because he's resistant to fire. And then I booming blade him. 23, 4. Yeah. 10 thunder, 14 slashing. And then I will take 50 steps back. Well, maybe just maybe maybe 40 steps back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you're like paces. your rocket boots like I feel like you're like rocket boots like night and you like yeah you like I don't I'm picturing him skating like roller skating. <laughs> oh yeah, he like just flames under his feet roller skating. Yeah, yeah. All right. Kind of looks like that. High ass gnome in an igloo. What the I fuck like are how you doing? Carl, Carl and Oliver are like both like looking back and forth at each other they're like in tactical modes in their battle modes and then fucking Nivitz is just in a fucking you'll never get me in here (laughs) god damn it must be nice to be in an igloo (laughs) I'm not saying you couldn't be in here wait stop talking you dead guy fucking one round of combat now I have to be sit here in silence for four hours last episode (laughs) round one I got like I, I got fucked by spiders. You're John, you're John Madden now, Zaldwin. Yeah, give us some color commentary, baby. <laughs> Here's a color, the color of my fucking dick on your forehead. <laughs> That's not a color at all. <laughs> I've never seen that in a Crayola box. <laughs> you never oh, fucking you, you knew the color because you can't read. <laughs> I can read just fine. Oh, I read that you were paralyzed, and then I read that you died, and, and then, then I read I that yeah, yeah. Uh, Nimbus, yeah. what what are you doing, Igloo Man? All right, I was the idea is like behind the the wall of ice was I could shape it any way I want is to like make a barrier above and to the sides, but I could see in front of me. So like if it was an igloo, I have a door out of it. Was the idea? So. You can Have form you a been... hemispherical dome or a sphere. It is. <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay with it being igloo shaped. Each panel but... maybe it can, must be continuous with each with another panel in any uh-huh. form. The wall is one foot thick. It should. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess it is between the two. It does. It, I was reading it as like I could shift the panels around. Well, I'm I open the door. So that's why I never thinks the way he thinks. <laughs> God damn it! Because you wanted an ice bunker? I don't understand yes, what you I were going an for. Ice bunker. Okay. Let's see one way out. And all right, what would the highest fucking Nivitz do? Fire out of the bunker. Out of the bunker. Like well, it. Nivitz is still gonna fire out of the bunker, but high well. as fuck Nivitz is literally. Well, this is not working. And he's gonna cast shatter on the panel in front of him and destroy okay, the one pan. Uh, well, it has thirty hit points, so you only hurt yourself. <laughs> Uh, well, it has 30 points. So you, yeah, you, you, you take 14 damage. Yep. And the igloo shakes. That's all Oliver and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you just God, see, you hear dong and you see the igloo <laughs> shake. <laughs> Why? Oh my God. It makes a really loud noise too. Shatter, like, shatter raw is I was thinking really it was going to be enough to destroy those singular panel. Yeah, each wall has 30 health. I mean, you can just drop concentration on it. But I want the rest of it is the problem. Nivitz is high and he's knowing what he wants. That's great. I I like the RP. Okay, so that happened. Anything else? (laughs) That happened. So that happened. No, Nivitz is like 
confused as fuck inside this igloo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, Nivets and Treasure Boy make a Constitution saving throw against Death's Deathly Shroud. Twenty-four from the Treasure Boy. Treasure Boy's fine. Yeah. Treasure. That ain't no treasure. Fucking tough. <laughs> the fuck? Who do you think I am? Nivets with the Wait, Constitution saving fucking... throw. <laughs> he he cusses now, and he's also the yeah. Juggernaut. Oh cool. <laughs> You're good. Um. Okay. When did he is going so Treasure Boy start cussing? One of those for myself. Just he's seen some shit, all right. When he just saw all of his deaths flash before his eyes over and over and over again. Game sentence. Oh no, no. Let's oh not no, not that. again. <laughs> oh no. We're gonna have to flash his firmware when we get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Treasure Boys needs a daddy real bad. That's you what just happened. You gotta fake his hard drive. <laughs> um. Okay. What is your AC, Tyrell? Without protect? Yeah, you have protect mode on, don't you? Yep. Twenty. Twenty nine. Okay, so we got a 20, 27, and a 23. He does not hit you at all. Oliver slaps that goddamn side to side. Um, <laughs> it's a sword. But yeah, you slap the sword. Um, it is your turn. Oh, yeah. Death sword. Sword slappers. Isn't that one of the games that Grundle plays? Sword slappers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. My attack, 24. That hits? 25. 29 and 23. Boom, 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 boom. And then he's going to, again, maneuver himself across the um, battlefield. Well, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Um, You got him low enough. Uh-oh. <laughs> Go back to where it was. Okay. You need to make a DC 17 constitution saving throw okay. against 10d6 damage. You take zero damage if you pass. I crit! <laughs> Carl? Uh, you're included in this. Nice to know I'm included. Oh, fuck. I got a 16 flasher to use. I flex so hard that my pecs make indents outward from my armor. Would have been 70 damage. Woohoo! It's a good thing I'm a genius. It's a good thing I just refuse to die. All right, go ahead, Tevian, with the rest of your turn. That was just a <sighs> triggered. Yeah. So I'm a that would have killed. Not me. Well, guess it wouldn't because of the <laughs> stand. Yep, I refuse to die. Like I said, either way. Yeah, I launch back towards the igloo that I recently saw shake, and um, yeah, prepare for the next the next thing. Okay. Uh, okay, Cody, Carl Gauss. I will. Take five, ten feet forward. I will rollerblade, air rollerblade. I don't know what you call it. We'll take arrowblade, hoverblade. Two d six fire damage for eight. Yep. I will hit him with a booming blade. Oh my god. That misses. Oh shit. Got fucking cosmetic fucks or? Yeah, I forgot. What did you just medic, say? What are, the, what, are the, what are they called? Augmetic dice? Well, cybernetic or? dice. Yeah, I... I cybernetic. Augmetic fucks. <laughs> yeah. augmetic you have, why don't you using your augmetic fucks? <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, kind of forgot about my augmetic fucks. This <laughs> Which they're like, they're, like, they're like literally like a core part of your power. <laughs> I 
doing You're right. Hawk Medic Fox. I just missed. Dude. You're doing great. You could Hawk just Medic do better. Fox. Uh, <laughs> so Treasure Boy <laughs> will run up, and as a bonus action, he will he'll punch him in the nuts. For 29, oh, 12, four Jesus damage. Christ! What a nut punch. Give me the drop treasure! I found the treasure! He found the fucking treasure. And then Carl will back off. Okay. So I ran 10. I can run. Found a sack of treasure! I'll, I'll just get back over here. <laughs> Oh, like, <laughs> Alright. And that'll end my turn. And then back to my favorite thing that's ever happened in Absurdism and a Millennium Abroad. Nivitz, what's going on in the igloo? <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, He's just running in little circles. As fuck is just backs up for whatever reason thinks it's now appropriate to back up and then he's going to firebolt the panel he's trying to get rid of. Okay. For 16, and I think that should be enough to actually destroy the panel. And there's the cold air in front of it. That destroys a 10 foot section. On this episode of How Does Pippin <laughs> Waste Three Rounds of Combat Getting Rid of a Wall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Meanwhile, the, only the fucking God thing here, in Jerry is killing Grundle. He's literally <laughs> killing Grundle in other interludes. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh my god. Oh. Sonoy has like a ice cabana now with like an open front. Yeah. yeah. He's probably got enough it's... ice for like mixed drinks. It looks like I a fucking like... compost bin. I am gonna say, I just feel like this is how Nivets would act fighting gods. Oh yeah. Well, RP literally it is. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. This is what happened. Yeah. This, this is okay. canon. This is that's canon. real world. This is the shadow of death's turn. He folds his wings, sheathes his sword, and he points a finger at you, Tevian. How dare you? And that is his turn. Or Oliver, Tyrell, Volney, fucking Vox, Maxwell. He points a finger at all of you. Vox Maxwell's cool. And he ends his turn. What? He's got pointed up. He is pointed at you. Every time anyone's pointed a finger at me in my experience, I got disintegrated right after that. Um, Something like that is going to happen if you cannot finish this fight before his next turn. Obviously, I don't feel like that takes a whole lot of meta knowledge. He, This yeah. is his last act. Okay. I am going to, as a bonus action, I activate Decimate, mm-hmm. taking 18 damage. Okay. <clears throat> um, and I charge forward. Okay. My heart's racing. All right. Yeah. Um, swing. 16. 22. 22 for 30 damage. For 30 damage. Oh, my God. 15. Tasted bonus action. 17. <sighs> Misses. The stem plants spark from my shoulders, and Ollie hits himself with Wake. Again? I used Stand first. I didn't use Wake. Oh. Nivets did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's my wake? Um, I roll. Well, uh, if you trade flesh. Wow. Three d20s. Three d20s, yep. So, 38. Not too bad. <sighs> and then I will continue attacking. I crit. Goddamn. Are 16. you sure you have a wake loaded? I do. I have a stand loaded, a wake loaded, and a um, 
Uh, potion of speed loaded. Well, I don't have a stand loaded anymore. Stand, wake, potion of speed. I thought you only had one hit of wake left. I thought you kept one and then used that one. I used stand. So that's your stand last only- dose of wake? Yes, is what we're saying? That's my last dose my last dose of stand and my last dose of wake are both Okay. Out. I have two speed potions of speed and um, a a menagerie of healing potions, but who would use those? Uh, so first attack crits, second attack is 16, misses. Third attack crit. is a crit. Haste the bonus, 15, that misses. I'm gonna action surge, 16 misses, 17 misses, 28 crit for that's fucking 36 damage. Okay. And that's fucking everything Oliver's got right now. Yeah, that's the fucking kitchen sink. Everything being thrown out against the god of death. Cody, bits and pieces of this thing are flying off into the wind like ash. It is pointing a finger at him. Yeah. Carl it has 17 charge. health. You need to do 17 damage to it. Charge. The fire charge. damage bellows forward. Doing 11 fire damage. I will. Yep. That's five. So it engage has... my cybernetics. 12 health. Enhanced attack. And I will do a booming blade for 10 thunder, 14 slashing, and 3 enhancement damage. And then I will cheer as I kill death and skate around his fucking corpse. (laughs) Give Treasure Boy a high five. Give Oliver a high five. That's the juice. Look over at Nivitz as he is fucking peering out from his disturbing little igloo. Okay. Look at Zaldwin's body. Well, Zaldwin would be back now using Gray's resources. So he just like stands up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Beep, 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 beep. I'm back, baby. And Zelda Gray. And Tyrell, you feel this little bit of power stowed away for you creep back in. You can take one life of your choice. <sighs> Hard one. That was a fucking fight. You know? It was. But I gotta say, death got one fucking trick off on me. I very purposely conserved that wake for future fights in this gauntlet. I did not want to have to use it. (laughs) I will say, I'm surprised you guys got through that as unscathed as you did. You still have five character sheets to go through. You're much further ahead than I would have anticipated. I used so many resources. That being said, you did use just about everything. But you did gain... A boon. You can literally kill whoever you want. Yep. Who's... This is not something you can put in your pocket and pull out later. This is a decision (laughs) you need to make before the end of the episode. Oh, I have to make it right now? Oh my god! Alright, guys, huddle up. You're not even gonna give him the (laughs) between episode to think. Oh my god. Um, He does not have that luxury. Um... Fuck. This is Oliver we're talking about. This is Oliver we're talking about. What about him? You choose, you choose someone ridiculous. I mean, I could. I have a name in my head right now that Oliver would like very much to see dead. Yeah. And not doing anything, even if it is just beating on a stone. I didn't even uh, think if about you that. Do, uh, the Zaldwin would warn you that if you did that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that brings a, uh, about the apocalypse. I the end of days. Think. Zaldwin's onto something there. I mean, there's always Zoros. Obvious choice. Right. That is the obvious choice, right? 
And I can't kill time, right? <laughs> no. That's the one. That was caveat, a specific yeah. thing we were told. <laughs> the you one caveat. Do. Can't kill time. Um, well, we can God. kill time all we want, but you got to decide before the end of this episode. <laughs> wow. I can kill one thing, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything that is anything that is sentient. Yep. I specifically said that for life and death thing. Could he? I kill Zoros's book. Oh, I mean, you said that pretty, like, solidly. Like, I'm going to take kill, that as what you did. Yes, yes. I kill Zoros' book. Oliver wants to see Zoros. He wants to look him in the eyes when he kills him. He doesn't want it to happen from far away. Damn, didn't see that coming. That is, that is some chess, 3D chess level shit. I love it. <laughs> uh, only death, only the aspect of death could be so crafty with how it employed its power. Zoros is going to be like, I don't know what's wrong with him, Doctor. He just got sick. <laughs> Make him better. I'd give him anything in the world. I'm the richest man in the galaxy. <laughs> Listen, uh, another thing you need to decide yes. is we're getting to the point, Tyrell and friends, that these decisions that you're making are going to have impacts in campaigns we have not seen in worlds you're not aware of. This is not something I want you to decide lightly, but as death, when you kill something, you can decide whether or not it can ever come back. You can kill things. You are the sole entity in the universe that can kill things for real. Does Sardragath die, or is he dead forever? I think that I would allow for the chance to be brought back, because these are not his sins, but the sins of another. It's just unfortunate that he has to pay the price. And we learn what type of god the fundamental force of death might be. That is going to be all for our our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Impressive, impressive work. Everyone except for Nifitz and Zeldwin. (laughs) Um, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) It was was just luck of the dice. Luck of the dice for Zeldwin and great RP from Pippin. And wonderful RP from everybody. You guys are amazing. That was, uh, I hope the gravity of that was felt. And I hope that you guys understand what is happening here. Everybody, if you could go to thehomebrewpodcast.com to check out all of our links. That has links to our Discord, where you can join and you can talk about the show. You can ask questions. You can uh, hang out with a lot of like-minded people. We've built a really fun, inclusive space that I'm really proud of, and I know that the the um, crew is proud of too. And it's just it's amazing to be able to hang out in there with everybody. And I don't know, it's just a, it's just a great space to be in. I would highly recommend you join it. And again, you can find that at thehomebrewpodcast.com. You can also find a link to our Patreon where you can support the show for as little as two dollars a month. You can keep the fuel in the hawk that keeps her going. Uh, we would greatly appreciate you considering that. For now. That's going to be it. We'll see you next week for episode 87 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the Homebrew Wall of Fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. 
Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last cuppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.